Hey, you guys, this is Birdie of Katie and Birdie at the 412. The 412. And you know what? We're definitely doing our thing by now. This is episode eight. 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 Ooh, Damn, eight. it came they, early. They didn't think we'd make it past seven, but guess what? We're at eight, bitches. <laughs> and we have a special hostess with the mostest, Emily Figueroa. Emily Figs, famous. Hello, my loves. Mmm. So, Emily here, mm-hmm. she is our near and dear friend, um, who is also a dancer. And this little one at 19 <laughs> has accomplished <laughs> dancing for Nicki Minaj, dancing for Cardi B, um, Tyga, dancing on stage with Chris Brown. He was there, too. He was basically, yeah. So, uh, you not, know, this, we're not talking about him, this one is the epitome. <laughs> Disclosure. <laughs> Disclosure. Disclosure. Um, so this one's definitely the epitome of, you know, moving to California, making your dreams come true. So today's topic is going to be, you know, living in California versus moving to California and the struggles you face with the, the, um, being born in California. Um, Katie here, fifth generation Californian, San San Francisco, Francisco. (laughs) um, the gold rush started it all off in the 1849-ish whatever. But it's going to give us a not, little history lesson. No, that Love was it. it. But it stops there. Well, it hasn't stopped. No, girl, Everyone elaborate. comes to Cal- California. The beautiful people, they're looking for gold. But sometimes there's pyrite, the fool's gold. And sometimes there's the real deal. So Emily Fig obviously the real deal do you tell us your story so around the age of i want to say going into freshman year of high school so you're about 14 15 right i realized that i wanted to make my lifestyle as a dancer as a career and i wanted to you know make my dream payable and you know, make it a. She wanted to a monetize limit. it. Honey, she it's all money, honey, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, saving up to move out and make a living for myself. At least I, you did it that way. Absolutely, I. Emily, put in wait. Savings, having, how much money did you have to save up? Around for to to know that I was paying rent. I had I had saved seventeen thousand before I actually moved out here. Okay, dear Lord, yeah. how does <laughs> a teen save seventeen thousand? Um, well, dancing, it was definitely not a easy route. I want to say because I was working at my local studio, so working at the competitive studio that I was at, I was giving privates and I was. You know, she was every time, doing and her we're talking thing. about Florida, Florida, yeah. So, <laughs> because Florida, um, I feel, is very similar or congruent or whatever, constructive yeah. to California. So, when I think when I was growing up, it was mostly my life revolved around dance, so it was, it was more of I would go to school go do five hours of my educational classes, do your normal regular math and, you know, literature classes, but then I would have three hours of a dance block and 
including also, you know, maybe two to three hours of rehearsals afterwards. So I would leave around maybe seven or eight o'clock of school, and then I would go to a studio and. Wait, are you talking about because I've also there. interviewed Amy Fig, aka mm-hmm. your mother. <laughs> It was like you woke up at the crack of dawn and yeah, you were we would taking... Yeah, we wake up at 4.30 every morning oh, to take the train AM. to school. A.M. 4.30 a.m. to take the train to school. Um, on your own. On my own. You figured out the route. Going to downtown Miami to go to school. And then by the time it was like 7.30, I would take a bus, not a bus, a train back, go to my studio, train for about maybe three to four to five hours, depending on the day, and... On the weekends, I used to travel with a convention that would go to different states around the world. So my life really revolved around dance since the age of, you know, my life revolved around dance since I was the age of 12. So but you, you were also tiny. I was an itty bitty little thing. <laughs> but also, that. When, you, um, when you were like a lot younger, you were in dance. Um, All those pictures I saw of you with the mohawk. So that, I really started dance at eight years old, taking it seriously when I was maybe 11 or 13. And that's when I really wanted to, you know, make this a reality, make it not just a dream or make it a, you know, a hobby. It's more of a a career path. That's like a single-minded purpose that is rare in children. I'm glad that you said, you know, making it a reality as opposed to a dream because Mm -hmm. a lot of people get stuck with their their dream and, like, a dream seems very unobtainable for many. And I'm also going to say so many that... LA is also called the Dream Factory. Yeah. They come out, you're beautiful, you've been the star of the stage play or the dance route or whatever you're doing. So children come out, and I'm just saying children because 16, 14, 18, still children, yet you have the wherewithal to make it happen. Yeah, it was It was not an easy upcoming. <laughs> it was more... Um, it was hard convincing, you know, I've grown up in a Latin household, so it's more, you know, you have to think of more realistic things, things that will, you know, pay for the long run instead of just, you know, your day-to-day paycheck. It's Girl. hard being an artist. It's hard being, you know. It's hard being any kind of creative. Absolutely. Because and there's always that sense of, you know, you need something realistic you, you need, need the something. business major yeah you need of course. like a real girl not even the paycheck not only the not high school so diploma you need that college diploma and right. that's just what's expected of you at this point in time you know everyone goes to college everyone gets their education but and by the way some nothing point, wrong with the college diploma. absolutely i would <laughs> i would definitely go back to college i would love to go to college and you will go back to college. At, yes, that is a for sure thing. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Forget, anyway. Forget college. Some people need it. Some people don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Listen. No, I firmly believe in, you know, once my body, because, you know, a dancer's body won't stay young forever, you need to. You need oh, something to fall back on. Absolutely. You know, this, you're not going to live off of your young 20-year-old body forever. You're going to. 
there's going to be a point in time where you're, <laughs> really? <laughs> I, your joints and your muscles are not going to work the same. You know, your longevity is going to start wearing down. So well, obviously, no one has told the 5'9", <laughs> because her body's still going. A- yeah. Absolutely. It and really I would love is. to keep going when I'm 5'9". Like, that would be but so amazing. May I add that Emily has been, she's been training for years and stuff like that. True. That kind of thing takes a toll on your body, like your joints, the flexibility that Absolutely. you need to maintain yeah. is fucking crazy. Yeah. Okay. You, you train the swearing. Girl, I, I always swear. <laughs> you guys, we keep are, about you. We are, we are on episode eight and Katie still acts like it's episode one. Can you guys please send her an email, Katie and Birdie at oh the 412 Gmail. And let her know that I'm a curse. Like, I just be cursing. It just comes out. Well, it's the just... flair to your language. It just happens. Subscribe, so so rate, and so. review. Yeah, okay, so if to... you... Hold on, wait. If you haven't already, subscribe, <laughs> rate, and review. Because we always forget to mention that. No, that of course. We need to be popular, but we are. Okay, back to Emily. Back to Emily. <laughs> So, hold on, wait, let me ask you this while we're, so, you know, that was kind of like the gist of the pre to making it a reality. So, what exactly, what steps did you take after that to make it a reality? So, around senior year of high school, when everyone's applying to their colleges and, you know, figuring out what they want to do for their first year of, like, adulthood, it was more of a, you know, you need to make up you need to make a living out in LA. And if this is what you want to do, you need to make it real instead of just, you know, um, a fantasy or a... Right, back to that that whole reality. So you have to put in the logistics and you need to put in the, the time and the effort. So I would start by saving money with the privates and saving money with you know, working at the studio, putting in your time, I would even, like, clean the studio at times, and it was more, you need to convince people that this is, this is what your, this is what your living's going to be like, and it's not an easy convincing, it was more, um, it was, it was difficult, but... At the same time, you and know, the once you're, you're driven, convincing are your parents, parents, family. You know, you come from a family. My family came from Cuba. They came from very little, little, but it was, you know, you need an education to move forward in this life. And and the discussion on coming out from Cuba that yeah. will be like another topic absolutely in the series of <laughs> the series of Emily Fig yeah. because we have the so many series. topics we have church and Cuba going for absolutely us. so Go um, mostly it was you need to make this it, it's a reality so saving money now you have to find roommates you need to find a place to stay you need to make sure that it's close to a working available job you need to make sure that it's close to training let me ask you this audition yes so um why la because i feel like that you know but well obviously but (laughs) you know the u.s is big enough like there's new york on the east coast Mm -hmm. she was already in miami so why la for you la mostly because the work that i was seeking for was out here when you want to be on film when you want to work in commercials music videos 
movies that you won't find that out in Miami. I mean, you will right, to but an it's extent. Very, like, here and to there. an extent. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? You'll find Latin artists or you'll find girl, like itty bitty Latin things. Artists. But Holly, when you dream, Hollywood. I hate Holly to say Wood. that I'm such like a big dreamer, but I really am. I don't want to work hate to with say that. Of course. And oh I, I gosh, shouldn't but I don't talk. like to I, you know, she's a modest girl. She's a modest, <laughs> Which she's, is so annoying. She's, she's a modest girl. But I, I do. I she, love to dream big. She's actually talking it's, about herself. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, you know, you like to dream big. I don't want to dance with someone that's up and coming. I want to dance with someone that's already made a name for themselves, already that ha- is established, that is the big and upcoming person. I don't want to dance for someone that's you know trying to make it there because i've already been through that i've already done that and you know i've already i'm so emily that's what i'm agog i'm agog (laughs) maybe a little askew but i want to say amazing that you came out with this dream you had that very specific objective and You've danced. You're dancing with yeah. some of the biggest. <laughs> right. I don't think just anyone can do that, but you've made it happen. Yeah. And it, I think it's every a, it's a continuing dance. process. So it's not like I've finished here. Like this is this is only the starting point of what I want to do. I would love to do tours across the world and world like I would domination. love to go to Yeah, <laughs> domination. I would love to Travel to China and travel to Ireland and crazy countries that I've never even heard before. Well, of course, Ireland. And, hey. You know, I love that. Oh. And <laughs> what what I, I'm thinking, our listeners, our future listeners, our mm-hmm. present and future listeners, like, how did you actually get those gigs? Because come on. Yeah, the, it was definitely not an easy thing. I've been living out in LA for now. It's too about. A year and now, still short. Six months, pretty pretty still short. short. It's, right. I'm 20 years old, still fresh, still new. Um, still have a lot that I want to accomplish. A lot, a lot, a lot. And but Emily Fig, how did you land the gig that got you the other gigs? Honestly, it's right place, right time. Like it's. I was at an audition, and I've been to several auditions where it could be typecasting, it could be normal casting, and you could be either too old, you could not be the right look, you can be of course. a certain... And the, you mind you, these even, castings are brutal. Like, you can literally walk into a room, and just because you don't have the look they're looking absolutely. for, they send you straight home. They it's can like, be, well, I can, thank you for your time. They could be like, I need, I need a <coughs> white dancer, blonde hair... Five six and able to do each split on each side and have aerialistic tricks that you can do up in the air and it could be very specific or they can just be like you know we're looking for all ethnicities and we need it we need you to be a well-rounded dancer and to be available at any time so mostly you just have to be ready for anything and you can you need to be ready for rejection and for you know your success and a lot of it was rejection at first because for every hundred jobs you go to, you know, you can only get one sometimes. It just, right. you have so to put yourself out there. what would you say would be your first job? Because, first of all, 
for all our listeners, because you can't see us. We constantly think you can, but, (laughs) (laughs) well, maybe you can. If you have Google Maps. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Now that Katie has dropped the coordinates. (laughs) At the social. All I'm waiting <laughs> for is Emily for her to be like, we're at this longitude, this latitude. <laughs> Emily like, currently <laughs> resides at the Peach 13. Anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't come at me. <laughs> she, or do. This girl looks like black Irish. Like, she's yes. creamy, white skinned, a little, a little, little freckles. Little freckles, <laughs> black hair, lashes that are scraping my face. <laughs> With her gorgeous eyes. And getting back to where were we? Hold on, wait. (laughs) Where were we? (laughs) Real quick, since, you know, (laughs) Emily's telling her story and whatnot. But I really want you guys to understand that. So Emily got her, her biggest gig, you know, not even making the audition that she was originally going to. Like, yeah. This was, so she went to an audition. America's Got Talent. That wasn't she, even, yeah, that oh. that was like, I did World of Dance, and it was um, like a little gig, but yes, it was a paying gig, was able to be in the same room as Neo, You're the, your teeny tiny J-Lo, J-Lo. like, Red it was crazy, I remember flipping out of that job, just being like, <laughs> I'm in the same room as these people, they're breathing my air, it is freaking incredible, but like, when I booked the first job, like my first actual job, it was the tiger. It was the tiger right? situation, and it was I went in thinking I was going to dance for this Brazilian artist, and I was in a room with over two hundred to three hundred people, and Crazy. you know you're you're there for this certain look, and you have this panel of judges, which is like around oh. eight to nine, like females is it like and males, flash and dance? yeah, kind movie. of, and you're just like. You're moving and you're whatever, and this one, I think the the creative director of that specific job came up to me at the end of the day, and she was just like, "Hey, I want your name and number. Can you can you please provide Mind that you. for me?" Mind you, but let me like, let me like, say oh, this sure. because she's missing this part of the story. So Emily was actually <laughs> her own story. No, this, this is Katie Brady will fill in on Emily's right. story. Yeah, because you know my, because my, the thing is I've heard <laughs> I've heard this story plenty of times. times. But she was actually leaving the audition, and the the creative director of the audition ran after her. Ran. That is big. Like yeah. she when you get someone that big of a name and that she saw her leaving and was like, I need her. So she ran after her and asked her for her information and she got the gig to Within do Tyga like, yeah. performing at the Hollywood Bowl. Within an hour I got the got the text message saying, Are you available to do this, this and this? I would love for you to dance for Tyga on the Hollywood Bowl on this day. And you were only one of three dancers. Absolutely, yeah. And that was already insane. I didn't know going into that job. Remember, I've never really worked a big paying job in L.A. yet. I mean, it's only been... I was here for maybe 11 months before that actually happened. Right before her year. Right before my year. And it's it's rare, but let's uh, encourage everyone out here Come on out because you can be that rare Emily Fig. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe you're not to catch that opportunity. But it it brings me back to you know with a Star Is Born and stuff like that. When you hear Gaga's interview, she always talks about 
there could be a room full of and so many people made fun of this quote because she literally she gave this interview a million times but there could be a room full of a thousand people and all it takes is that one person exactly so emily emily got the rest of like her Nicki minaj gig and stuff like that through that that one through that same person because she saw it in her and brought her on to all these amazing projects. From that one, when that one female, I got around eight jobs just because of that one audition that I didn't even book. Right, she just, didn't book the audition. <laughs> I didn't. But that that's the magic behind it. Like, when it's your destiny, when it's your path, like, it's going to happen regardless. Like, you can fight against it. You and can, there's so many different paths out in L.A. that you can't even compare it to another person's. Like, someone could be touring with Bieber at 19 or, you know, you could be still at home doing music videos when you're 30. It, it's Everyone's is so different and so, like, unique in their own ways and and there's so much talent i mean absolutely that's that's why i'm out here that's because you want to be surrounded by all those creative minds and all of those unique beings and which i think gets back to the energy and early (laughs) 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 our well let's bring it back to what we have for dinner in our conversation our cocktails and conversation (laughs) this evening the conversation was religion Weirdly, weird but true. Right. Catholicism, energy, and Birdie cooked it up. Yeah, he really did. He did. Thank he you served guys. it. So, Thank you. do you want to talk about what you cooked? No, no, no. I want you guys to talk about <laughs> okay. it. Because. It was phenomenal. He made his own sort of version of pork chops, which was incredible. <laughs> he right. got a full pork shoulder and made it into pork chops. Made it girl. into pork chops, which Slice was phenomenal up. for like So the a, story yeah. is um, my nephew Riley, also <laughs> godchild, idled over at Idle Hour. Go back to Ep whatever and we'll talk about Idle Hour. Mm-hmm. Birdie sent us a text to this was on the grocery list. Pork, maybe a bone or that shoulder or that. No, no, no. Shop. Listen. Wait, this wait. Is because Coca-Cola. Katie had already went <laughs> to Idle Hour and had herself a little martini. A big martini. Which we yeah, love. The wow. Idle Hour martinis are bomb. They are. But I literally, I texted her and I, I was like, <laughs> pork, potatoes. <laughs> Coke because I'm a huge Coke person. Right. So I'm like that and then she's like, What kind of pork? And I was like, um, either bone in or the stuff you brought last time. And then I mentioned Then I mentioned pork chops. Cause I was like, like pork chops, like, you know that she shows up with a full with maybe an eight pound pork shoulder. Five pound. And I'm like, I was like, how am I supposed to cook this? <laughs> like, this is a we're, Thanksgiving dinner right, right here, we're having, sweetie. We're having dinner tonight, right? Emily like, and I just stared him down. I was like, wait, whoa, he's, how is he going to finagle and make this right he's now? He's flourishing the Henkel knife. Thank you, Palmer. <laughs> we Palmer's. will not mention where you live, but we love <laughs> you. Ken Um, Yeah. But you did it. So did. we had that. We did some, um, like, you know, little red potatoes. 
and asparagus. 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 We always need our veggies. Bougie butter, always. Bougie butter. You guys know hashtag bougie butter. <laughs> hashtag. Um, I can't. So yeah, it was a really nice dinner. We were having like our little cocktails with dinner, and we had really amazing conversations we that you know and we, we didn't Papa get to record. Yes. We had Papa Gas. Right. McGinnis and Killian. Not Killian. Riley. McGinnis. Killian's Riley. out for I know. Out for the season. He is. <laughs> but um He just you know, his out. Back to back back to what we, you know, are originally talking about. I think the viewers would really love to know the what the got listeners. you out here. The listeners. Thank would you. love to know how <laughs> So, so, um, my story is kind of similar to Emily's where, um, I've been doing hair for, you know, Ever. since I was eight around Which is the a same whole other art seven. that takes perfecting Complete. and takes, Listen, you know, it takes time. a lot of refining, but, um, yeah, been doing hair for all those years, blah, blah. But the thing is this, I didn't really get like that accepting, like, um, you know, push from parents and stuff like that. Mine was more so I had to fight constantly to prove that what I wanted to do was valid. Because growing up, all I ever heard was, oh, you can't do hair, hair's for girls. Hair's for girls. Um, Right. To the point where my mom, she, like, would scold people for letting me even touch their hair. Dear Lord. Another story for another day. But, so, I've always been passionate about hair... And, um, once I graduated high school, I was like, this is really what I want to do. Eventually my mom came around, was not completely like, you know, extremely supportive, but you know, some kind of college. So I went to hair school right after high school. I didn't even take a break. And after that, um, I live, well, I was dating someone at the time who was, big into music and like uh was signed to a record label and all this stuff so he lived in LA already and we had a long distance relationship and we would visit each other every so often and blah blah so eventually once I finished hair school I literally the like I graduated on a Friday and on Wednesday I had a flight to LA a one-way and I had no money saved, no nothing. I literally just Auto got win. on the plane. Yeah, win. got on the plane, um, had two suitcases full of clothes, and that was it. Just I, like that. I left. I toughed it out. This is like everyone has their own path. Everyone has right. their own grind. Everyone has their own way I met, of being. I met some really cool people on the way, like did little projects here and there. Um... But yeah, it's been it's been a um, I would say journey, but ha- Katie hates that word. <laughs> that word. She hates journey, so it's been I a love the room. it's been a nice adventure. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely been hard. I mean, I've experienced things here that I've never experienced before. I've been homeless but twice. That's everywhere. That's about growing and excelling and being becoming your own person and right. I, I do feel like it takes a pretty big person to, you know, kind of make that decision and actually do it. Like, move to L.A. 
because but the thing is this a lot of people think it's so much more unattainable than what it really is it's really not as hard you can like if you have someone here that's already half of the battle yeah right because you can crash with them you can <coughs> i'm on your couch i'm doing this who do you know you're charming you're cute you make friends right Absolutely. so i feel like that that's something um that's really magical about here it's people are constantly looking to help each other you know not everyone because i've definitely been in situations where people have just wanted to take but when you find those real ones and um really kind of like make relationships and stuff like that this it just becomes a lot easier but i just i do want to say like for my little wrap up I'm Californian, born and bred, Avi. Born and, and bred. Born and bred, fifth generation. Well, on my father's side. My mother's side, New York. So, hey, the half that My mom's the New height. York, so. New York. She gets that. New York. Um, California is a land of dreams. It is, come gold mine. Do it. Get out here. We will help you. There are people that are willing to open up their apartment not us at the 412 <laughs> but maybe their apartment their <laughs> even maybe. room but like maybe. there are a lot of couches that you can crush on there's always a, when there's a will there's a way there there's definitely a will, is and then you have that dream which and, brings and me you're back as, hold on <laughs> and if, you're, if you are as smart and creative as our hostess with the muscles tonight emily figueroa which, by the way, Figaro's all over California. It really okay. is. It I do is. not know. The name. <clears throat> Come on. We'll take care of you. And Get that's, that dream. that's probably been the most comforting thing about moving out to L.A. was the people you surround yourself with. Like, right. I was so blessed to have a family out here before I got homesick. There before, you know, it hit, it sunk in that I don't, because you grew from a family that you're so extremely family oriented and they were your life. You, so, you did everything with them. And, and think, let me ask you this. Are you staying in California? Absolutely. Yes. Till the day I die, I will raise a family here. I will have, Perfect. I will marry my husband here. It would. Okay. This is, this is the place to be like, <laughs> and, and earlier before we actually started recording, we thought of at least three to maybe five topics for a series of Emily Fig hosting Katie and Bertie at the 412. I'm going to go ahead and interrupt now because I've given them enough time to talk. <laughs> so like I was going to say, like I was going to say. It really is about, um, you know, manifesting those things because this is a conversation we were having before um, we actually started recording where once you start putting things out to, into the universe and accepting we them. We this earlier. Yeah, mm -hmm. accepting them as they're yours, like owning the fact that you are going to make it, you are doing what it is that you're setting yourself up to do. Yeah. Things just start falling into place. Absolutely. If you don't believe it, it won't become right. anything. Right. If you don't believe that you can make this your reality, if you if you just sit on it like, oh, this will happen, or oh, you know, money will come at a at a time, you know, you're just gonna be sitting there with a bunch of weights and 
and bills and, and bills. <laughs> you have to start putting in the work. You need to start making things happen. You can't just sit there and coast and you, you can't know. just like. I agree. You can't sit there and say this is going to happen. You need to make steps. Of course. And know that there's so many people are right here saying, yeah, we are going to walk with you. Mm -hmm. We are walking your talk. Love you. Whatever we can do for you. And so for all of you that are listening, Katie and Brittany at the 412, spell it out (laughs) at gmail.com. Send us a little message. We will talk your talk. We will walk your walk. We love you. <laughs> and then stay in school. <laughs> <laughs> stay educated. Stay, stay educated. Katie's definitely, um, you know, a college advocate. <laughs> so I, I fully support. So. That. that is great. Um. So yeah, just like a quick little wrap up. You know, make your dreams, make your dreams a reality, which is a big point that Emily had really go from having the dream to accepting that it will be your reality and taking the steps towards making that your reality. I feel like that, you know, that's like a big point that we can walk. It's all believing in it. If you don't believe in yourself, then what do you, what are you there to believe for? You know, you can't believe in other people's before you can believe in your own self. You can't believe in other dreams and other because till then dreams come true they really do it's as cheesy as it sounds it's, as it's long as you put in the effort as long as you put in the effort so yeah you can't just say it's gonna happen and then, then just sit there and wait until it does we're waiting um <laughs> we're waiting no but uh yeah so dream dreams do come true um So this has been another episode of Katie and Brady at the 412. And we just want you to know, make your dreams the reality that you want to live. I just want to say thank you so much, Katie and Birdie, (laughs) for having me. This has been such a pleasure. And to many more, Katie and Birdie's at the 412 featuring Emily. You know, it's it's going to happen. (laughs) The Emily series, the Figueroa series, it's going to continue. And you know... All we do is our own thing. Yes. Absolutely. So no this one is... else's. Just <laughs> your own. Just your own. So this has been another episode of Katie and Birdie at the 412. Thank you for listening. If you haven't already, rate, subscribe. Um, Review. Yeah, do whatever you do. <laughs> um, we love you guys. And bye. Catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Nice.